Hello, and welcome to the School of Attraction podcast. I'm Damien Dicker, and I'll be talking to you about a range of topics from dating, attraction, masculinity, sexuality, life philosophy, and much, much more. So without any further ado, let's get started. I hope you enjoy listening to today's podcast just as much as I've enjoyed creating it. Over the last 12 years that I've been running a dating coaching company, I've been in the media quite a lot. I've been on national TV on, on literally every major station. I've been on the national radio stations. I've been in newspaper articles. I'm out in magazines once, twice a month. And every time that I get a call from a reporter or I get someone come to my office and say they want to do an interview, I hear the same uh, reasoning for them wanting to, write, wanting to run an article on dating. They say, hey, we want to run a fun article or we want to run a cute little article or we want to do something lighthearted about dating. Would you be interested in talking with us? 90% of the time, that's what I hear. Now, the difficulty with that is that I'd argue, and in fact, today I'm going to argue that your dating skills as a man are the most important skill set that you can learn in your entire life. And I know this might sound a little crazy. I know it might sound wild. I know you might even think, Damien, you're losing your mind just because you're a dating coach doesn't mean you're teaching the most important thing a man can know. Well, hear me out because I think there's some sense to what I'm saying. So there's really two overarching primary reasons why I think dating skills are so critical. And the first one comes down to the quality of the relationships that you're going to have in your life. Think about most of the couples that you know. So most people you know who are in long-term relationships. Are they happy with each other? How often do they argue? Um, do you think that if either of them could push a magic button and be out of that relationship tomorrow and not have to deal with any fallout or consequences, they would push it? Because I believe most couples that I see are not just unhappy together, they, they, they're pretty miserable in general. And if you yourself have ever had a bad relationship, you know that being in a bad relationship is far worse than being single. And the problem is that I'm, I truly believe that the quality of the long-term partner you have in your life plays a massive, massive role in the quality that you, of your life itself. Because she is going to be there for every important event. If you're trying to be successful at your job, if you're trying to study a difficult degree, if you're trying to, um, I don't know, achieve anything in life, if you just want to be happy and learn to relax, if you want to enjoy traveling, if you want to insert thing here, your partner is going to be there for every single minute of it. Oh, well, most of it, at least. And if your partner is someone who needles you, nags at you, someone who's generally not well matched for you, but hey, you had to take what you were given, right? Like you didn't get to choose a good partner. You just sort of went with whoever would like you back. You're going to have a life full of stress and anxiety, heartache, and quite possibly financial ruin because, you know, divorce is pretty destructive and you guys have been through it. You know what that's like. And so being able to find a high quality partner for yourself, someone who's actually well matched because you get to be the chooser and not just the desperate guy who gets to date whoever is given to him, which I know a lot of guys feel because I talk to so many guys on the phone and that's what they're saying to me. They say, I want to learn dating skills because I'm sick of just dating whoever's around, like whoever happens to be nice enough to like me back. If you can break that mold and actually be the chooser, you can find a partner who's going to improve your life and make your life dramatically better, not worse. 
Now, the second overarching reason sort of has a bunch of sub-reasons below it. But essentially it's this. Most men are surprised when they get really great and they develop their dating skills. Most men are really surprised that the skills they learn apply to almost every other aspect of their lives. Because ultimately, dating skills, they're not just an, uh, an isolated skill set. They're in fact a whole series of skills that you need to combine together to get results with women. And these skills, maybe 20% of them are, are just about uniquely flirting with women, right? Outside of that, they're life skills. So what are some of these skills? They are things like um, being able to deal with rejection and failure. And this is a big one because to be successful at anything in life, you have to be willing to fail. Not just you have to be okay to fail, you have to be willing to fail. You have to throw yourself headlong into failure. Because the only way to be successful at something is to consistently fail enough times that you learn how to succeed. Unless you're really lucky, that's a necessary part of failure. There is no successful businessman, sportsman, uh, dating coach. I mean, there's no one who's been successful at anything who hasn't failed like hundreds, hundreds of times. And the reason why most people aren't successful is because they don't want to fail. So being willing to fail is already the first step to being successful at anything in your life. And you can learn, you'd have to learn that skill when you're learning your dating skills. Another thing that you learn when you're learning dating skills is how to make people like you in a short period of time. Or generally, how to be likable, right? How to laugh with people, how to build intense, deep rapport with people, right? How to be sociable. Now, that's a big skill, not just because it's it's good for your day-to-day -day life, because ultimately it's nice if you can move around your life in circles around your world and make friends easily. That's lovely. But think about work. Think about your office space, right? Uh, if you if you are the one of the more like, likable people in your office and there's a raise to be given out, or the, the, someone goes to a better position or a managerial position, and you and three other people are on roughly equal footing, you're roughly equal performers, who are they going to pick, right? They're going to pick you because you are the most likable. You're the one they like chatting with. You're the one who seems to be liked by more people in the office, right? So you're likely to be a better manager. Um, raises in the office space and, and office progression is not always about likability, right? So guys like Steve Jobs and guys like uh, um, Elon Musk come to, come to mind because, because they're not particularly likable. The social skills have never been that great. But the more social skills you have, the better a leader you're going to be. And people in the office space know that. In fact, if you know anything about Steve Jobs and Elon Musk, you'll know that they became super successful because they were extraordinary people. Uh, and they, a lot of the pain they suffered in their professional lives is because of the lack of social skills. If you just look into the history, it's had they been better with people, they wouldn't have suffered these pains along the way. And so it's a super skill that you need to have. And another reason why likability is a big one and something you probably haven't thought of before, anytime you go to buy something, right? So if you want to buy a used car or if you want to buy a house from someone or if you want to, you know, anytime we have to negotiate with people, if you're likable, if they like you, they will negotiate better with you, right? In other words, we will give lower prices to people we like more than to people who we find unlikable. So it's another, it's just lots of areas like this. People will be less likely to rip you off or try to scam you, right? If you go to the mechanic with your car and he genuinely likes you as a person, he's not likely to rip you off uh, on a quote with a car because it's just, we don't rip people off who we like, but people we find unlikable, we're more likely to throw extra charges on there. So your life will be smoother. You'll get more out of life if you're likable, if you know how to connect with people easily.
The other thing you have to build is something that's called ego strength. And what is ego strength? Ego strength is your belief in yourself and your value. So it's something that a lot of people struggle with. They often, um, they combine that with self-esteem, but really it tends to be different from self-confidence. Ego strength is, is walking into your boss's office and saying, you know what, I deserve a raise. I do all this work, I do more work than anyone else. I deserve a better position or a raise, or I know that someone else will want to hire me. The, the confidence in yourself to know your worth in different life situations is something you must have in dating. Because if you're going to go up to a woman who is like attractive and has a lot going for her, and you're going to throw yourself in front of her like a viable option, you need to have ego strength. You need to believe in your worth as a man, your worth as a human being. And knowing your value never just limits itself to dating. It's, it's starting to become aware of the value you provide in all different parts of your life. And when you've got high ego strength, you will bring that with you um, and you will ask for more from life. You will ask, you will never hold back on demanding what you know that you deserve. And that's something that, again, I know a lot of men do. And you don't realize that when you learn dating skills, you must learn that at the same time. So it's like this, this nebulous mix of skills. Then you've also got your sales skills, which you learn. In other words, you have to learn sales skills to be great with dating. And if you've got great sales skills, you will never go hungry because it doesn't matter what age you are. If you know how to sell, if you know how to connect with people and make them like you and influence them to want to buy a product from you, you're going to get paid. So it's again, it's a useful life skill that you pass on to other people, but you use in every aspect of your life. And lastly, and I would argue very far from the least important thing here, women force you to deal with your crap. Right when, when you're going to enter the dating world and you're going to really try to approach what you consider to be high quality women, I don't just mean high, hot, I just mean attractive, intelligent, got a lot going for them, self-confident. When you start approaching women like that, they're going to demand more from you. They're going to look at you. They're going to shine a spotlight into your psyche and they're going to pick out all the things, all your crap, all your baggage, all your stuff is going to be brought to the surface. It's not going to be fun. We don't like it, but you're going to be forced to deal with it. If you want to get great at dating, if you want to build your dating skills, you're going to have to deal with it. And oftentimes we can sort of skate and skirt through life and never really deal with our crap. And that's that's another thing that creates really, really dangerous, toxic relationships is guys never deal with this stuff and they get into a long term relationship and they bring their baggage with them that they've been avoiding and hiding from their whole lives. And of course, it's going to come up in the relationship and then they don't know how to deal with it, and they can't manage a relationship, and they're toxic crap at the same time, the relationship falls apart, they lose all their money, they lose their kids, all the other stuff comes along. And it's not entirely even her fault, because he hasn't dealt with his toxic crap. And we all have it. That's the thing. We all have our toxic baggage. And when you learn dating skills, you have to learn to manage it and deal with it and grow through it. And women force you to do that. Now, the thing is that you could learn all of these skills, of course, in other ways. You could be a celibate your whole life and, and, and have great ego strength and be a great salesperson and, and, and have a high self-esteem and all this stuff. That would be fine. The thing is that how do we learn a skill, right? Any skill. The fastest way to learn a skill is to have really rapid feedback loops. In other words, uh, if I want to learn to learn to play a piano, right? I need to try to play it, make a mistake, try to play it, make a mistake, try to play it, make a mistake, try to play it, make a mistake. And then all of a sudden I get it right and then I keep doing it over and over and over again. Because every time I make a mistake, it's a feedback loop. That's what it is. Try something feedback, try something feedback. And the more rapid your feedback loops can be, the faster you learn a skill. 
Now, it is very hard to learn most of these skills on a rapid feedback loop, right? Sales skills you can because you can go and learn cold approach, uh, cold sales, door-to-door -door sales, all this kind of stuff. But a lot of these other skills like um, ego strength, um, uh, dealing with your, your baggage, your toxic baggage, um, um, <laughs> what were some of the other ones that I mentioned? Things like, um, yeah, making people like you, rebuilding rapport, teasing banter, your willingness to fail. Oftentimes these cycles are quite long, but if you're learning dating skills, you might be trying to talk to women 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15 times a week uh, through online dating apps, through cold approaching, all this kind of stuff, and you're getting rapid, very rapid feedback loops. So every skill you learn, you're learning rapidly and very, very quickly. Most men can learn all these skills, can deal with all this stuff within the space of a year. Whereas it takes most men like years and years to learn to build ego strength. It takes most men years and years to learn to um, be likable and connect with people and be really social and be a great networker. This is a skill built over years. And through dating, it's a rapid, rapid learning process. Yes, it can be difficult. And yes, it can be grueling. It's not always pleasant. It's not always fun and banter and teasing. Sometimes it's rejection and, and, and feeling a little bit hurt for an afternoon. That's a part of the journey, but that's a critical part of the journey. That's how you learn and you learn rapidly. And so, you know, it shouldn't be a surprise that every, almost every entrepreneur that I've met, not every, maybe 80% of the really successful male entrepreneurs that I've met around my age or younger, almost all of them have a background in learning dating skills. Almost all of them. When they hear what I do, they say, oh yeah, I did a course with blah, blah, blah. I did a course with blah, blah, blah. Doesn't matter where they're from in the world, they've gotten involved. And those skills have enabled them to go on to become successful in the careers. It's taught them to fail and be okay with it. It's taught them to have ego strength and do the things they want to do and, and, and ask for the money they know that they deserve. So yeah, before you think of dating skills as a thing you can just decide not to learn, I'd argue you should. I'd argue it's one of the best investments in your life. I'm not saying you have to pay a coach, but a time investment, an energy investment, an effort investment that you could make in your life and your quality of life down the line. It's not always easy. It's not always fun. And sometimes it is a huge amount of fun. <laughs> but, you know, it, it's hard. And I get it. And I know a lot of guys, they look at this world and they say, oh, it's too much. It's too hard. I don't want to deal with the failure. I'll just marry this girl down the road. And they do that. And of course, they end up living lives of quiet desperation. And I don't wish that on anyone. That's it for today's podcast. I hope you've enjoyed yourself. Don't forget to check us out at schoolofattraction.com. I highly recommend you check out my comprehensive and free dating personality test, which you can find by clicking personality test at the top of the page. Thanks again for tuning in, and I look forward to seeing you in my next podcast.